computers have made great inroads in our everyday life and thinking they are put to use for all sorts of applications ranging from complex calculations in the field or front line research engineering simulations down to teaching printing books and recreational games the ease with which computers can process data store and retrieve it painlessly have made them inevitable in offices and business environments the areas of applications of computers are confined only by the by the limitations on human creativity and imagination in fact any task that can be carry, carried out systematically can be performed by a computer therefore it is essential for every educated person today to know about a computer and its working its strengths its weaknesses and its internal structure and that is what that is what we are going to study about in this upcoming episodes about hardware concepts what is a computer if we go by a definition a computer is an electronic device that can perform a variety of operations in accordance with a set of instructions called program computers can access and process data millions of times faster than humans can a computer can store data and information in its memory process them and produce the desired results computers can do a lot of different tasks such as playing games railway reservations weathering forecasting error detection and controlling the flight of a space aircraft etc a computer is used essentially as a data processor the terms data and information are very commonly used and we must clearly understand the difference between the two if we talk about the data data in computer te- uh, terminology means raw facts and figures for example somebody's name any year or any calculations or results and if we talk about information it means what we get after processing data that is meaningful data data are aggregated and summarized in various meaningful ways to form information like forming a sentence from different data is a information we should understand that what goes in computers is data and what comes out of them is information and the process of turning data into information is known as information processing cycle functioning of a computer before we start discussing the functioning of a computer let us understand the way we function to understand this we will take some examples first consider a case when your mother asks you to bring a cake and pastries from the market you go to the market purchase both the things and give it to your mother second you want to talk to one of your friends his phone number is something 7455165 and so on so you dial up the phone number and speak to your friend third your mom has to make tea so she takes some things like ingredients uh she makes the tea by 
following certain steps like boiling water, adding tea leaves, sugar and milk. Finally, you get prepared tea. The discussed examples illustrate the way we human beings function. Consider all the different three examples. There are certain things common in them. In all the examples, certain things were needed to work upon. The actual work was done, then carried out accordingly, and finally the result was obtained. In the example one, where the input was that mother ordered the child to purchase uh, some cakes and pastries. Th- this was input. Then processing was going to the market and purchasing ingredients. Then output was purchase cakes and pastries then coming home. In the second examples where you need to talk to your friend. The input was your desire to make a phone call to your friend. The process was dialing up the number and the output was chatting with your friend. In example 3 where your mother asked where mother you had to make tea. The input was making a cup of tea with different given ingredients. The process was the process of making tea and the output was prepared tea. All the examples undergo these three stages. The first stage things to work upon is called input stage. The second stage the actual work being performed is called process stage and the third stage where the result is being given out is called output stage. Certain input is needed to accomplish a task. A process is carried out on the input to obtain the output. Hence, every task follows this input process and output cycle, which is called also known as IPO cycle in short. A computer is not an exception to this rule. A computer also follows the IPO cycle, that is, it needs certain input, carries out a process, and produces the output. Further to this, there are functional components of a computer. Since a computer follows input process and output cycle, the first stage is performed in computer by input unit. Second stage is performed by its central processing unit, also known as CPU unit. And the third stage is performed by the output unit. The main memory holds the input and intermediate output during the processing. And following the IPO cycle, the whole process, the computer performs any specific task. The input unit is formed by the input devices attached to the computer. Examples of input devices and media are keyboard, mouse, magnetic ink, character reader, MICR, optical mark reader, OMR, and optical character reader, OCR, joystick, etc. The input unit is responsible for taking input and converting it to the computer understandable form, that is the binary code. Since a computer operates on electricity, it can understand only the language of electricity, that is either on or off, or high voltage or low voltage. That means a computer can understand two states, on, on or off, or the other, that is high or low voltage or the binary language that uses just two symbols, one for on and zero for off. Consider the inputs of the three earlier examples. 
which was there in another previous episode all the inputs consisted of data on which the action was to be performed as well as the instruction that is the action to be taken on the same line the computer input also consists of data and instructions for example if the given input to the computer is add 2 and 3 then data consists of 2 and 3 and the instruction is add similarly if the given input is print hello world then data consists of hello world and in the instruction is print central processing unit that is cpu is the control center of a computer it guides directs and governs its performance it is the brain of the computer the cpu has two components which are responsible for different functions these two components are its control unit and arithmetic logical unit arithmetic logical unit alu performs all the four arithmetical that is addition subtraction multiplication and division and some logical operations when two numbers are required to be added these numbers are sent from memory to alu where addition takes place and the result is put back in the memory in the same way other arithmetic operations are performed for logical operations also the numbers to be compared are sent from memory to alu where the comparison takes place and the result is turned to the memory the result of a logical operation is either true or false these operations provide the capa- capability of decision making to the computer control unit cu controls and guides the interpretation flow and manipulation of all the data and information the cu sends control signals until the required operations are done properly by alu in memory another important function of cu is the program exe- execution that is carrying out all the instructions stored in the program the cu gets program instructions from memory and executes them one after the other after getting the instructions from memory in cu the instruction is decoded and interpreted that is which operation is to be performed then the asked operation is carried out after the work of the instruction is completed control unit sends signal to memory to send the next next instruction to in sequence to control unit the control unit even controls the flow of data from input devices to memory and from memory to output devices output unit is formed by the output devices attached to the computer the output coming from the cpu is in the form of electronic binary signals which needs conversion in some form which can be easily understood by human beings that is the users characters graphical or audio visual this function of conversion is performed by output units some popular output devices are vdu visual display unit printer plotter speech synthesizer and coder etc well if a computer has a brain that is cpu it must also have the faculty which we call memory 
indeed it does possess a memory however the memory of a computer is most unlike human memory a human memory can remember remember stored information for a long whereas a computer cannot its memory is temporary that is volatile it cannot remember anything after it is switched off the memory of a computer is more like a predefined working place where it temporarily keeps information and data to facilitate its performance when the task is performed it clears its memory and memory space is then available for the next task to be performed when the power is switched off everything stored in the computer that is in the memory of the computer gets erased and cannot be recalled the memory of a computer can also be thought of as cells well the memory of a computer is often called main memory or primary memory it is generally the third component of cpu a memory cell can be defined as a device which can store a symbol selected from a set of symbols each of these each of these memory cells is further broken down into smaller parts known as bits a bit means a binary digit that is either 0 or 1 a number of bits together are used to store data instructions by their combinations and a group of 8 bits is called a byte and a group of 4 bits is called a nibble since computer's main memory that is the primary memory is temporary secondary memory space is needed to store data and information permanently for later use some most common secondary storage media are the floppy disk diskette the hard disk cd cds etc the secondary memory devices are also known as storage devices computer system also consists of hardware and software for its proper functioning hardware represents the physical and tangible components of the computer that is the components that can be seen and touched or we can say that collectively the electronic electrical and mechanical equipments that make up a computer is called a hardware input devices output devices cpu floppy disk hard disk etc are examples of computer hardware peripherals here you should also know another term which is of course hardware that is peripherals the peripherals are the devices that surround the system unit examples like the keyboard mouse speakers printers monitors etc are peripherals these are the devices that surround the system unit uh, then a computer consists of five primary hardware components that is the input devices output devices cpu storage devices and memory these components work together with software to perform calculations organize data and communicate with other computers whereas the software represents the set of programs that govern the operation of a computer system and make the hardware run software can be classified broadly into three three categories operating system language processors and application software hardware is nothing but 
finely designed machinery a machine is ultimately a machine only which is always made to work in case of computers it is either us if we do that or some other which does it for us this some other is nothing but our very own operating system operating system is a program which acts as a interface between a user and the hardware that is all the computer resources the primary goal of an operating system is thus to make the computer system convenient to use and secondary goal is to make computer hardware to work in an efficient manner an operating system is an important component of a computer system which controls all the other components of a computer system the major components of a computer system are like hardware the operating system the application program routines the human wear that is the users etc where hardware provides the basic computing resource the application program routines define the way in which these resources are used to solve the computing problems of the users and the operating system controls and coordinates the use of the hardware among the various application programs for the various users by telling the computer how to perform common functions the operating system frees the application software to concentrate on producing information following figure in illustrates that how the operating system insulates the users and applications software from the hardware computer from the computer hardware the functions of operating systems are like it provides the instructions to prepare user interface that is way to interact with users whether through typed commands or through graphical symbols it loads necessary programs into the computer memory which are required by proper functioning of the computer it coordinates how programs work with the cpu keyboard mouse printer and other hardware as well as with other softwares it manages the way information is stored on and retrieved from disk there are various types of os single us or single user os multi user os batch processing os multi processing os etc as the name suggests single user os supports single user whereas multi user os can support multiple users the batch processing os processes the batches that is the groups of jobs processes given into it and the pro- multi processing os is capable of handling multiple cpus at the same time and this is what how the operating system works as programmers prefer to write their programs in one of the high level languages because it is much easier to code in such languages however the computer does not understand any language other than its own machine language that is the binary language therefore it becomes necessary to process a high level language program so as to make it understandable to the computer the computer system which performs this very job are language processors there are three language processors that is the assemblers the interpreters and the compilers let us discuss all these three first the assemblers this language processor converts the program written in assembly language into machine language 
and the second interpreter this language processor converts a high level language program into machine language by converting and executing it line by line if there is any error in any line it reports it at the same time and program execution cannot resume until the error is uh, rectified interpreter must always be present in the memory every time the program is executed as every time the program is run it is first interpreted and then executed for error debugging interpreter is much very much useful as it reports the errors at the same time but once errors are removed unnecessary usage of memory takes place as it has to be present in the memory always and the third compiler it also converts the high level language program into machine language but the conversion manner is different it converts the entire program in one go and reports all the errors of the program along with the line numbers after all the errors are removed the program is recompiled and after the compiler is not needed in the memory as the object program is available therefore if we combine combine interpreter and compiler it gives the best combination for a high level language program translation into object code for the error removal interpreter can be used and after all the errors are removed the program can be compiled enabling the removal removal of the language translator from the memory application software is the type of software pertains to one specific application for instance a software can perform railway reservation functions cannot prepare result for a school an application software is the set of programs necessary to carry out operations for a specified application these are the programs written by the programmers to enable computer to perform a specific task such as inventory control medical accounting financial accounting result preparation uh, railway reservation billing etc software application software can further be subdivided into two categories first customized application software this type of software is tailor made software according to a user's requirements the software is developed to meet or meet all the requirements specified by the user however this cannot be directly installed at any other user's workplace as the requirements of this user may differ from the first one and the software may not fit in the requirements of the new user and the second category is general application software this type of software is developed keeping in mind the general requirements for carrying out a specific task many users can use it simultaneously as it fulfills the general requirements for instance uh, tally and x are general application software used for financial management as you see that computers are being used almost everywhere most of the areas have already started working with the help of computers such as banking railways airways electricity billing hostels hotels schools colleges shops big stores etc these areas are working without computers sometime before and the same type of task were being performed earlier also 
what made them shift from manual working to computerized working there must be some advantages of computers that attracted them indeed there are some big advantages or strengths of computers they are first speed that is computer computers are much faster as compared to human beings a computer can perform a task in a minute that they may take days if performed manually a modern computer can execute millions of instructions in one second second high storage capacity that computers can store a large amounts of data and information in very small space a cd rom of 4.7 inch diameter can store all the 33 volumes of encyclopedia britannica and will still have room to store more information bubble memories can store 6 lakhs 250000 bits per square centimeter space dvds of today can store data of many cds accuracy computers can perform all the accula- calculations and comparisons accurately provided the hardware does not ma- malfunction and it is one of the most trusted advantages of computers fourth reliability computers are immune to tiredness and boredom thus they are more reliable than human beings and the last that is versatility computers can perform rep- repetitive jobs efficiently they can solve labor problem or do hazardous jobs in hostile in- environment they even can work in the areas where human brain can cannot for instance observing motion of very fast moving articles also they can work with different types of data and information like graphic audio visual characters etc but in spite of having all the above discussed given characteristics it does possess some limitations also that are strengths of human beings these are lack of decision making power that is the computers cannot decide on their own they do not possess their power which is a great asset of human beings and zero iq that is computers are dumb machines with zero iq they need to be told each and every step however minute however minute it may be these limitations of computers are characteristics of human beings thus computers and human beings work in collaboration to make a perfect pair firmware like hardware and software firmware is another term commonly used firmware is a pre-written program that is permanently stored in real in read only memory that is rom it configures the computer and it and is not easily modifi- modifiable by the user the bios basic input output service instructions are an example of firmware and the other form of firmware is liveware it is the term generally used for the people associated with and benefited for the with the computer system the computers have been classified into three categories digital computers analog computers and hybrid computers and if we analyze this in a form of flow chart then we can see that the computers are categorized into three groups digital computers 
analog computers and hybrid computers in which the category of digital computers are further divided into two subsets which have two categories the first is purpose wise and the other is size and performance wise which are all which are even further further divided the purpose wise has two types special purpose computers and general purpose computers while the category of size and performance wise has five subsets embedded micro mini mainframes and supercomputers in which the category of micro computers are even further divided into three which have programmable laptop and workstations and this is how the types of computers work together to perform different tasks depending on the specific task to be performed digital computers work upon this continuous data they convert the data into digits that is the binary digits 0 and 1 and all operations are carried out on these digits at extremely fast rates a digital computer basically knows how to count the digits and add the digits digital computers are much faster than analog computers and far more accurate computers used for businesses and scientific applications are digital computers our entire discussion in this book in the upcoming episodes is on dig- digital computers digital computers can further be classified in two types purpose wise and size and performance wise which we will discuss in the other episodes purpose wise digital computers are ca- are classified into two types special purpose computers and general purpose computers special purpose computer is the one that is designed to perform a specific task the instructions or programs to carry out the task are permanently stored in the machine for a specific task this co- type of computer works efficiently but such computers are not versatile while the general purpose computer is the one that can perform on different types of programs input to it and thus be used in countless applications the programs are not permanently stored but are input at the time of execution these computers are very versatile and widely used embedded computers which is one of a computer under the category of size and performance wise digital computers these computers exist in a wide range of sizes and power the smallest are embedded within the circuitry of appliances such as televisions washing machines and wrist watches these computers are typically programmed for a specific task such as tuning to a particular television frequency or keeping accurate time
mini computers which is another type of computer under the category of size and performance wise digital computers these are also called mid range servers these are more powerful computers than micro computers in terms of processing power and capabilities mini computers are mainly multi user systems where many users simultaneously work on the systems mini computers possess greater storage capacity and larger memories as compared to micro computers and embedded computers these are even capable of handling more input output devices examples are pdp 11 wax 7500 magnum etc mainframe computers are designed to handle huge volumes of data and information these can support more than 100 users at the same time these are very large and expensive computers have great processing speeds and very large storage capacity and memory as compared to many computers these computers even possess and work with more than one processors at the same time thus one can say that these are multi users multi processor systems for mainframe computers very sophisticated operating systems are needed to control and supervise the operations efficiently examples are icl39 cdc6600 wax8842 ibm3090 per 600 ibm4381 etc supercomputers are the most powerful computers among digital computers these consist of several processors running together thereby making them immensely fast and powerful these computers are capable of handling huge amounts of calculations that are beyond human capabilities supercomputers can perform billions of instructions per second some of the today's supercomputers have the computing capability equal to that of 40000 microcomputers a japanese supercomputer has calculated the volume the value of pi to 16 million decibel places these computers cost in 15 to 20 billion dollar range these are mainly used in appliances like weather forecasting nuclear science research aerodynamic modeling metrology etc the basic difference between an ordinary mainframe computer like the ones used in banks and offices and by the airlines and railways and a supercomputer is in the computing speed a supercomputer is several times faster than conventional machines it can quickly process huge quantities of information but information of only a certain kind of information that is largely uniform and repetitive such as data about the weather for general purpose applications super computers do not make the ideal choice the power of a supercomputer is usually measured in terms of floating point operations per second or flops in short the supercomputer 
the one india imported from the us in 1987 the icay xmp14 has a capacity of 60 million flops or 60 mega flops but today's most advanced supercomputers have the speeds in the range of million million flops or teraflops a microcomputer is a computer whose cpu is a microprocessor a microprocessor is a processor whose all components are on a single integrated circuit ic chip whose are those are normally single microprocessor single user system designed for performing basic operations like educating training small business applications playing games etc these are mainly used in offices homes schools shops stores etc three major categories of microcomputers are pda desktop computers and workstations let us learn about these subcategories program computer or pd pdas Progr- uh, programmable computers very enormously in the computational power speed memory and physical size the smallest of these computers can be held in one hand and are called personal digital assistants these are used as notepads scheduling systems and address books if equipped with a sing- cellular phone they can connect to worldwide computer networks to exchange information regardless of location laptop computers and desktop personal computers pcs laptop computers and pcs are typically used in businesses and at home to communicate on computer networks for word processing to track finances and to play games they have large amounts of internal memory to store hundreds of programs and documents they are equipped with a keyboard a mouse trackball or other pointing devices and a video display monitor or liquid crystal display to display information laptop computers usually have similar hardware and software as pcs but they are more compact and have flat lightweight lcds instead of video display monitors laptop computers also called notebooks can be carried out in briefcases laptop computers are also called so called as they can sit on a lap and desktop computers are also called as they can sit on a desk the workstations are similar to personal computers but have greater memory and more extensive mathematical abilities and they are connected to other workstations or personal computers to exchange data they are typically found in scientific industrial and business environments that require high levels of computational abilities analog computers continuous quantities are used computations are carried out with physical quantities such as voltage length current temperature etc the devices that measure such quantities are analog devices examples are voltmeter ammeter etc analog computers operate by measuring rather than counting the main advantage of analog computers is that all calculations take place 
in parallel and hence these are faster but their accuracy is poor as compared to digital counterparts analog computers are mostly used in engineering and scientific applications an electronic weighing machine or weighing scale is an example of an analog computer hybrid computers utilize the best qualities of both the digital and analog computers in in these computers some calculations take place in analog manner and rest of them take place in digital manner hybrid computers are best used in hospital where analog part is responsible for measurement of patient's heartbeat blood pressure temperature and other vital signs and then the operation is carried out in digital fashion to monitor patient's vital signs hybrid computers are also used in weather forecasting analog and hybrid computers perform specialized tasks but the digital computers are used almost everywhere in business and scientific applications <laughs>